In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Blessed are you when they revile you, when they persecute you, when they utter all kinds of evil against you falsely for the sake of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Though not chronologically speaking, the prophets were followers of Jesus. They took up their cross, so to speak, and followed Christ. They were reviled and persecuted. All manner of evil was uttered against them falsely because they proclaimed the coming Messiah. And many of them followed Christ even unto the point of death, which is, after all, the destination for those who bear crosses. Even though they bore their crosses hundreds of years before Christ, they are followers because it is Christ's suffering and death that gives meaning to the suffering and deaths of the prophets. And by proclaiming the suffering and the persecution of the prophets here in the Beatitudes, Christ is proclaiming that he is about to blaze the trail which the prophets will follow. The time is nigh at hand when he will be reviled, when he will suffer, when he will lay down his life upon the cross at the hand of sinners. But by his suffering and death, Christ will give value and meaning to the persecution of the prophets. He will fulfill what the prophets proclaimed both in their preaching and he will fulfill what the prophets foreshadowed in their own lives. Just as Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, proclaims the suffering and death of the Christ, saying that they will gaze upon him whom they have pierced, Zechariah is also pierced in his own flesh, slain between the altar and the holy place. The suffering of the prophets was of value to their hearers and to us as sort of an object lesson, prefiguring what would happen when the Christ came. The suffering of the prophets shows us that the Christ will suffer, but not only that, the persecution, the suffering of the prophets is a mark of their blessedness. Although their ears were not graced with the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount as you have heard them today, these statements of blessedness apply to the prophets. They are not blessed as though they have merited God's favor by their suffering, but they are blessed because of the faith for which they suffer. The prophets believed in Jesus in spite of the wicked forces of the world around them. And this faith was counted to them as righteousness. They knew that the Messiah would come to redeem Israel by his blood. And they were bold to speak to give a defense for the hope that was in them, whether it was to the citizens of Israel and Judah or even to their wicked kings. This faith is what rendered the prophets blessed, and this same faith is what led to their persecution. By faith, they took hold of the benefits of the suffering and death of Jesus, the forgiveness of sins, life, 
the salvation that Christ won for them when he was reviled, when he was persecuted and killed. By the grace of God, they were then worthy, counted worthy to suffer for the sake of Christ, to bear their persecution with patient endurance. They indeed were faithful unto death and have now received the crown of life. Dear Christians, you have been called to the same faith as the prophets. The prophets believed in the Messiah to come in faithful hope of the promises that God had made to them. We believe and confess that same Messiah whom we know has come on the basis of eyewitness testimony. And though the prophets are dead, even now they continue to speak, not only through their recorded words, but through their sufferings and through the subsequent glory to which they have been called. Thus, Christ brings them forth as an example at the close of the Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are those who mourn, blessed are the meek, blessed are those hungering and thirsting for righteousness, blessed are the merciful, blessed are the pure in heart, blessed are the peacemakers, blessed are those persecuted for righteousness' sake, blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. For so they did to the prophets. Christ is speaking these words to his disciples, his faithful believers in him, who will suffer. Eleven of the twelve apostles gave their lives for the sake of the gospel. And who knows how many among the multitude listening to Jesus' Sermon on the Mount came to a similar faith. Christ was there to proclaim that suffering for his sake was not new, nor was it bad. The prophets did it centuries before. It will continue among Christ's followers, and it continues even now among Christians. But though the world mistreated the prophets in such a brutal way, there was no question in the minds of those listening to the preaching of Jesus about the state of the prophets. And there should be no questioning in our mind about the same thing. The prophets, though they suffered, were blessed. They are blessed. And they have been granted eternal life on account of the faith for which they suffered. So it would be for Jesus' apostles who suffered for the faith, as did the prophets. And so it is even now for you who suffer for the sake of Christ. It is good to suffer in the way that the prophets suffered because they suffered not for their own sake, but they suffered for the sake of the faith which saved them. And that is what makes their suffering blessed. And so you who are faithful in Christ are blessed when you are ridiculed by neighbors, by friends, or even by your family for believing all that crazy stuff about God and Jesus. You are blessed when you are reviled as being a bigot for believing that salvation and access to the Father are found in Christ alone. 
You are blessed when you are slandered for confessing that Christ's teaching that marriage is the lifelong union of one man and one woman. You are blessed when people falsely accuse you of hating women for defending the life of babies in their mother's wombs. And you are blessed even should you be called upon to lay down your life for the sake of Christ. Your reward for such faith on earth will be small. You may be marginalized while the wicked are lauded. But then again, you are not seeking an earthly reward. At least you shouldn't be. For seeking earthly gain frequently comes at the cost of forfeiting your heavenly reward. And the greatest honor this world could ever imagine pales in comparison with the reward that your heavenly Father desires to give you and has promised to give you. Your heavenly Father desires to grant you eternal life with him in heaven. He desires to give you the crown of life and a robe of righteousness, a place in his royal heavenly dwelling. Indeed, he desires this so much that he gave his son into death at the hand of those who tortured him, who slandered him, and who uttered all manner of falsehood against him. But by his death, Christ has granted you eternal life. By his suffering, Christ has sanctified your suffering, just as he did for the prophets. Though suffering for the sake of Christ is difficult, even intolerable for your sinful flesh, Christ has raised a new man in you through the waters of holy baptism, and that new man counts it an honor to suffer for the sake of Jesus. And so it is that we can rejoice, as Christ tells us, and be exceedingly glad in the face of persecution. This rejoicing and exceeding gladness may not look like worldly happiness, but it is a rejoicing produced by faith. We rejoice and look forward to our heavenly dwelling because Christ has blessed us by redeeming us with his suffering and death. We rejoice in the faith that takes hold of this work of Christ. And we rejoice when we suffer that Christ has counted us worthy to suffer for the sake of his name. For in our suffering, we are no less blessed than the prophets or the apostles who were blessed in their suffering and now rejoice in the presence of Christ. So blessed are you when you are reviled and persecuted. Blessed are you when they utter all manner of falsehood against you falsely for the sake of Christ. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.